look around at this great city of ours, what do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Murder Show. Good evening, everybody. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. We're so glad you're listening tonight. We've got a great show. Uh, we have some great guests lined up for tonight, and I want to thank Kelsey for getting Gordon. Uh, <laughs> Gordon Ferguson, the CEO of uh, St. Thomas Rutherford. It's actually Ascension. Yes. And uh, they do a great job out there. But first... We're going to have Jolene Randotti, who's with Read to Succeed. She's calling in, and they have a big event coming up Thursday night, the Celebrity Spelling Bee. Jolene, are you there? Yes, I am, Mr. Murphysboro. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? Are you are you Just calling from easy. Kentucky? Are you are you in Kentucky right now? Maybe I shouldn't give out no. locations. No, I'm not in Kentucky, and um um. You know, I have my tail between my legs after yesterday's game. So, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. But the reason I say that, because I think you own some property up there. Maybe I shouldn't tell yes, all your yes. personal stuff. But have you met Kelsey, my uh, co-host, Kelsey Williams? I'm going to introduce you. This is Jolene Randotti, uh, the director of the uh, Read to Succeed. Wonderful to meet you. Glad to have you on. Nice to meet you, Kelsey. Tell, Thank you. tell us what's going on with Read to Succeed. Y'all do such a great service to the community. Um, I actually sat on this board for a while until they asked me to leave. But, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jolene, you do a great job uh, helping people. It's not only, you know, literacy. It's just putting people together. And y'all have got a big event coming up Thursday night. Tell us more about it. Yes, Bill. Uh, thank you so much. Um what we do is we promote literacy and uh, we promote literacy throughout Rutherford County. Um, our mission is, it's simple. It's uh, to improve lives in Rutherford County by offering three literacy programs and events for adults, family, families, and children. And um, we do it all for free. So with that being said, we write tons of grants, but grants only cover so much. Right. Um, and and books are expensive, and we want to make sure that we can continue to put books in the hands, hearts, and minds of the children and their families, um, and their and the adults in our community. And um, so we do one fundraiser a year, only one fundraiser, because you know a lot of companies do several fundraisers, but we want to spend all of our time and all of our energy on programming. We want to focus on promoting literacy, working with the families, and making sure that our folks are where they need to be, you know, with, with literacy and, and working with the schools and um, doing our tutoring. So this one and only fundraiser that we do, we usually do it the first Thursday in November, which we're discovering uh, the first Thursday in November has a lot going on, but it is the uh, Read to Succeed Celebrity Spelling Bee. Right. So our our 16th annual Celebrity Spelling Bee is this Thursday, uh, November 3rd, at the Copper Ridge Event Venue. And that is on Betty Ford Road, 3597 Betty Ford Road. 
We're really excited because, Bill, for two years, we did it virtually. And, yes, it was fun uh, to do it that way, and it was a little different. But we are so excited to be in person again this year. Yeah, that the COVID kind of knocked it out there. Well, every society as a whole for the last couple of years. But Copper Ridge yeah. is off Betty Ford Road, and that's a nice facility. So, um, how many? Yes. Pe- how many people are you expecting? A few hundred, probably. Uh, yes. Um, typically, we're uh, we're always between. 210 to 250 and that's about where we are now i was a little concerned um but the numbers are are steadily coming in i have to give a a food count to the copper ridge folks tomorrow evening so if you want to come please uh order your tickets you can do that online at www.readtosucceed.org just click Celebrity B, and there's a section to order your tickets. Um, great food, um, adult beverages, uh, live auction. We have some great live auction items. Uh, a three-night stay at a cabin in um, Georgia. Um, we have some Preds tickets that are on the main floor. They're amazing tickets. Cool. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, a round of golf with a, a former golf pro. Um, a fire and ice. Uh, it's a smokeless fire pit with some some really nice bourbons to go with that. So there's a lot of different um, seven or eight um, nice live auction items. But the most fun of it is these wonderful, amazing folks in our community who are doing great work. Those are our celebrity spellers, and we have ten of of, of the most wonderful folks in our community uh, that are braving. Uh, braving it in front of everybody and standing up and spelling. So I'm looking forward to uh, having a fun night in a good old-fashioned spelling bee. Can, it, you, can yeah. you tell us a few of the people, or is it top secret? Oh, yeah. No, no. And who not, are the front I'm runners? Really a... Who are you picking to win? What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, what are the lines on this? <laughs> I've, well, I've done this before. It's a lot of fun. But, you know, so, yes, um, Mr. Wilson was a farmer speller as well, and he actually um, collected the most money. A, a trophy as, uh, yes, most uh, individual donors right. you won. So um, we have Amelia Bozeman. She's the director of Tennessee's Small Business Development uh, Center at MTSU. We have uh, Dr. Trey Duke, who is the director of schools at Murfreesboro City Schools. We have Dr. Mark Gagne. He is the principal at Plainview Elementary School, so a Rutherford County against Murfreesboro City. We have Kedrick House. Uh, with business development officer with Redstone Federal Credit Union, we have Missy Lay, the owner of Wild Goose Chase and um, and events. We have Ramel McMurray. He's a healthcare liaison. Um, county commissioner county too. Health- yeah. Yes, and he's a county commissioner. Uh, Frida Morgan. Uh, she is the VP and relation manager, uh, relationship manager with uh, Smart Bank. Sorry. Everybody knows uh, Frida. Yeah. Yes, um, Anna M. Stewart, she's a community volunteer, very involved in the community. Uh, Vonchelle Stembridge, she's the facility manager at Bradley Academy Museum and Cultural Center, so she's been uh, real highly involved in um, the Parks and Rec community and formerly worked for city schools. And then Dr. Greg Van Patten, he is the Dean of Basic and Applied Science, Sciences at MTSU, and he says he may do science, but he can spell 
with the best of them. So I am interested to see. This is a really great panel. So uh-huh. I'm interested to see who will take home the prize. My money's on trade Duke. Just uh, that's I don't know. Thing. Yeah. Well, he's the hit. I mean, the school system. I mean, he's not calling Trey. I'm just saying that's if if I'm bet and I don't bet. And Meredith won this a few years ago. Did she really? I yeah, think. Meredith. That'd be Meredith Thomas. My, <laughs> yes, my and half. Michael and White. Michael Lynn White won it um, a few years ago, right. and then um, um, Matthew Joseph from Simply Pure Sweets. So um, we have um, quite a few folks in our community. Um, but it's it's and you know the the thing is, Bill. Um, to me, anybody that's make doing good things, good works in our community, they are the celebrities. But um, Usually in the beginning of the spring, if people see me coming, they know what I'm about to ask them, and they run the other way. They run the other way. but <laughs> Yes, they do. Has the giving been more or less uh, because of COVID? Has, I'm sure it's been less. It, it, um, sponsorships are down this year. Um, I'll be honest. We're, it's, it's lower this year, and like I said, ticket sales are just a little low, um, but... Um, we have such a giving, caring community, and I'm trusting that from here until Thursday and maybe even a little after, it'll all work out um, because folks know that without that foundation of literacy, with those kiddos, you know, right. they will struggle the rest of their lives. And, and we have those parents that are still struggling. One out of six adults are at or below a third grade reading, writing, and math level. Is that One here locally? Across the United States. Oh, across no, the United it's a, States. It's a, across the United States. So, yes, it is here locally. Mm-hmm. How do people so. volunteer, Jolene? Because I know it's not only the children, like you just said, it's adults who don't read that well or can't read for whatever reason. And then y'all have volunteers to help people with yeah, that, so which train- I think is a beautiful thing. We train uh, folks to be tutors. They could do one-on-one for folks that want to get their high set, or they just may have literacy goals. We have folks that are elderly that um, may not have may have gotten their high school diploma, but they still are not at a high reading level, and they are struggling uh, to understand their bills. Or, you know, uh, computers are harder for some folks, and they don't read as well to even understand how to operate a computer. So whatever their their literacy goals, if it's to get their high school diploma, we will help them. We do everything for free, and we also do English as second language classes for free. We do citizenship classes and conversation hours. So they can contact us. Um, our, they can call us at 615-738-7323 or reach out. Um, all our information is on our website, and our website does translate to Spanish and Arabic, um, www.readtosucceed.org. And like I said, we do one fundraiser a year, and that's the Celebrity Song Bee, so we can focus on what matters, and that is literacy. We want to make sure that we have a more literate society. And it is getting harder, folks, because every time you blink, they're building another subdivision, and traffic is getting thicker. So... Um, you know, we need to work harder, and we couldn't do what we do without the wonderful volunteers in our community and our community partners and all the folks that support us. So we're so appreciative of this community. 
Well, it sounds like a big endeavor and a one and done. Gonna get it done in one night. One big fundraiser. And I love the fact that you're helping people that actually want the help. It's going exactly where it needs to go to people that are hungry for that. So that is amazing. Charlene, you still there? Yes. Thank you for calling in. And well, thank uh, you. Th th thank you for all that you do, you know, for the community and all of the people at Read to Succeed. And I know it's not easy. Uh, one of the best grant writers, well, probably one of the, you are really good at grant writing. Can I just say that? Well, it, it takes a team. It really does. Right. But yeah, thank you. Um, we, um, it, it's, it's just amazing to see how everybody comes together in this community and, and all the nonprofits come together when there is a cause. And, um, you know, there's a lot of issues that, that you know, and, and they always laugh because I always say, well, if they have literacy, we can help fight the homeless part of it right. and we can help do this part of it so um you know I, i'm i'm just grateful and um uh, to be a part of the village and um i'm grateful that uh, you all allowed me to talk a little bit about read to succeed thank you so much and it's thursday night at copper ridge the celebrity spelling bee for read to succeed thanks for calling in yes. jolene and we'll uh, talk to you real soon we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Gordon Ferguson. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. The American Musical Arts Group is proud to present the Dewdrop Jamboree on Saturday, November the 5th at 6 p.m. It'll be held in the Washington Theater at Patterson Park Community Center here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. There'll be a $10 cover at the door. For more information, head on over to amagroup.org. Once again, that's the Dewdrop Jamboree on Saturday, November the 5th at 6 p.m. at the Patterson Park Community Center. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Did you know there is a new title and escrow company in town and they have 20 plus years of experience in the business for all of your real estate closings contact authority title at 615-819-5880 you can also stop by their brandy wine office located at 319 hickerson drive just off of the square they are our preferred real estate partner you can also follow them at authoritarians escrow on facebook Good evening, everybody. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, also known as Bill Wilson, 
And you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS 1450 AM and 100.5 FM Talk Radio. You can watch us live, too, at the Mr. Murfreesboro page on Facebook. And I'm excited about our next guest, Kelsey. And thank you for, you actually put this together. Maybe I'll let you introduce uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. Gordon. I, w- I kind of went after him hard aggressively. <laughs> to get him here i'm <laughs> sure he was, i'm sure he was uh uh advised probably not to come on on here no 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 but it just took a few ma- uh, emails to get yeah, our schedule a couple of hail marys and yeah, yeah, yeah. i got you yeah. go ahead kelsey we'll let you introduce well we have gordon ferguson here with us tonight um we try to we try to hit on some hot topics here i think some things what people does he want do? to hear about what does he do i don't know what do gordon, you do, do, you I just, do? No. that's a great Great question. Uh, no, I have uh, the privilege of serving as the president of uh, Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. And uh, it's a very broad variety of tasks and responsibilities. But the way I look at it, it's just uh, the need to carry out the mission of our hospital that's been around now for just over 95 years wow. we, we had our 95th anniversary earlier 27 when it started 1927 Man. we were talking earlier christy i always thought it i know there's a gloria christy that's bill shacklett's sister but gloria is married to tom christy and christy was a man and they were I'm going to let you talk about it, but there's people from up north. Is it New York? or Yes. The, dive into that. Well, the hospital was started, as you said, 1927, and it was a grant from the uh, Commonwealth Fund of New York. And it was a, really a demonstration project where in the population that was here at that time did not have a hospital nearby. And so they received just over $160,000 to build this That's a lot of money new back hospital. Then. Yes, Man. yes. And it was actually, Simeon Christie was a local merchant who was uh, very instrumental in securing that funding. And then the other individual, Frank Houston, uh, who is actually a native of Woodbury. and Cannon County. Uh, correct. And he was uh, a New York banker. So... I, I don't have all the information, but I think with his connections with the uh, Commonwealth Fund, he was a key part wow. of getting that that grant uh, established. People don't realize the connection that Cannon County has, medical and publishing, uh, the Bragg family, minor Bragg came from the Cannon County area, and then right. uh, Carl Adams. The Adams family. The Adams connection. family yeah. from uh, Woodbury uh, with uh, NHC, and I guess he and... Dr. Garrison started Murfreesboro Medical Clinic. Is Correct. that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's a connection to Woodbury. Right. But back then in 27, that so the nearest large service hospital would have been Nashville, Correct. I'm assuming. Yes. And then were there yeah. any other ones back then around? Not not in this immediate yeah. area. So we were the, the first to, to be established. Not even Chattanooga? Well, I'm, yes, I'm sure back down to Erlanger. That, that area, but certainly here in, yeah, in Middle, Middle Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow. But uh, it's it's a neat story how the the hospital you know got that big start with the uh, demonstration project and I know that uh, there was a huge celebration when the hospital was first oh, opened and they had that access to the care. Yeah, that was a large hospital. I mean, it was impressive. Did you start your career at the old hospital? You were there. Th- yes, yes. I arrived in uh, 1998. 
from Knoxville. I just insulted him. I said, didn't you go to Ohio State <laughs> before we started the show? And Knoxville, I mean, you blood runs orange, right? Yes. And we're ranked number two with Ohio State right now. We're tied. tied. We don't know how oh. that happens right. either. Right. But uh, the oh, big uh, test is coming up Saturday. That's right. Georgia. I, uh, I enjoyed the Alabama game. I was able to go over for that. Oh, you were game. at the game. Yes. Was that you on the goalpost? No. I saw no. down to the river. No. Gord. No. Somebody from it's okay. It wasn't me. There was a kid. There. It was a kid. I think somebody's calling in. But there was a there was a kid either from the maybe in the Christian school, which I I went to I went to every school in Murfreesboro. Don't ask me why, but I went to every school except for Daniel McKee. Well, but, uh, but no, I uh, I. Went to UT in Knoxville and got my degree in uh, business administration. And uh, met Cindy there. Is that where y'all met? She also went to UT Knoxville, but we did not meet. Both of us fraternity moved. party. No, okay. no. Just Both asking. of us grew up in Knoxville, and I moved to Birmingham for graduate school. Right. And Cindy moved to Augusta, Georgia, for her first job as a speech language pathologist. And then we both moved back to Knoxville, and uh, we met actually at Baptist Hospital in an orientation mm. uh, session where uh, I tell the story. She'd come in late, and she was tardy. Uh, I can she relate. She was tardy. <laughs> now she'll say that she thought <laughs> she was there at the right time, but um, we uh, we met there and got engaged and married all in. 1988 it started with being late but hey we've got a caller on the phone uh caller are you there yeah mr wilson how you doing hey i'm good now who is, tell us who this you, is who is this is this is, this is jeff how you doing hey jeff <laughs> I, I just want to tell you the reason why they're tied number two bill you see media people vote for people to cover college football and they're tying the polls this week so that's why they're that's why they're tied number two. Oh, i never so, you know, jeff thank you for that they're gonna play they're gonna play georgia this week so if they do beat Georgia, they'll be number one. If not, I have a they, feeling they they're going to beat Georgia. Play. They say at, it's at it, Georgia, at, at Georgia, at Athens. But let me tell you, Georgia, uh, they can get to that quarterback. Okay. okay. They don't, Tennessee's offense, they get on top, and then they're not going to let that. But we're not here to talk about football. <laughs> no, talk We've about got Gordon Ferguson, about. a celebrity here. Do you have a question yeah. for Mr. Well, Ferguson? We're talking about. I didn't want to talk about. Um, I know you've been happy for another hospital. I know Miss Ferguson ain't a fan of that. So, Miss Ferguson, how do you feel about another hospital with Rutherford County? I'll hang up listening to your thoughts. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. You know, we are actually have another hospital under construction right now over in uh, the West Lawn. Uh, Blackman area that we will be right we'll be opening that uh, facility in March Uh, and it's interesting it's uh, it's branded as a neighborhood hospital it's a new concept for the state of Tennessee in fact it'll be the first of its kind and uh, it's going to include eight uh, patient rooms and then eight uh, ER treatment rooms radiology imaging and lab and uh, we're really excited it's um i kind of equate it kind of to a a neighborhood walmart where it's just a smaller version Version. of the larger hospital and we were able to visit one uh, that's already up and open in milwaukee wisconsin Uh, ascension's got several partnerships uh, in wisconsin uh, indiana and texas and it really was 
fascinating to see how efficient uh, the, mm. the facility was run. Uh, you will always have uh, a ER physician uh, on site. The facility will be open 24-7. Wow. That's nice. And That's it's cool. just very compact where you've got your ER rooms on one side, a nursing station, and then the um, inpatient beds. Right. Uh, no surgery will be performed there, and we will not be delivering babies there, but... Uh, we're looking forward to having that open uh, again wow. in March. Nobody wants to go to the hospital. I always tell people, if you're going to the hospital, there's two things going on. You're either to get well or you're going to die, basically. Oh. <laughs> I don't mean, I mean, or, I'm trying or to have a baby. Or people. hug the baby or see the babies. Right. I mean, you go to the hospital to see, I know at the old hospital, it was up on the, I think it was like the third floor, whatever, back. Um, but nobody wants to go to the hospital. Nobody. And if you go to the ER, you want to get in and get out. It's, it's not like going to Demas's. When you yeah. go to Demas's, <laughs> they do it. They get you in. They get you out. But depending right. on the ailment. Right. And I, I wonder what the percentage of people that go to the ER should even be at the ER. I don't know if you can even say well uh, a percentage of how many people go there. It could be addiction. I need some more pain pills. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's uh, you know, it's a it's a much needed service, and uh, certainly if you are really sick, if you have symptoms, uh, chest pain, things like that, you you need to make a beeline right. to the closest mm-hmm. ER. Um, but we do have quite a number of uh, patients that do come through there that may not have a regular primary care physician, and they just see that as their maybe last or only mm-hmm. uh, resort for whatever relief they're looking for. But I, again, I think um, we have been fairly proactive there. We've uh, got a partnership with um, local uh, urgent care facilities that we we work closely with. And mm-hmm. with this uh, ER over in the West Lawn area, again, it will be considered a satellite facility of our main hospital and medical center parkway but but yeah we we do have a busy er we we are always looking at ways to improve throughput you know how long it takes for you to uh, come in and from the waiting room to getting in the back to when you're seen by a physician and then to when you're discharged Stop home or, mm-hmm. well, well it's a catch-22 yeah. because you want to get in and out fast but you also want excellent care and you don't correct wanna, you don't want to get rushed through even if you want to be in a hurry right so. I will say, it's funny you bring up Demas, because we really do try and focus on uh, the consumer experience. And, uh, you know, it is difficult because people can come there and they they don't feel well. And yet we really... Give them some Toradol, they're make, ready to go, right? Well, well <laughs> that and good, stones. good compassionate care. We we really try to to work with our staff to, I always talk about the mom test. You know, if this was right. your mom oh, yeah. here, how would you like her to be treated? And I know that sometimes uh, that uh, our work uh, can be difficult, but we always try to, to remind our staff that really it's a privilege we've got to take mm-hmm. care of, of those that need need the care. Right. Well, I know over in that area, obviously, I mean, you don't have to think too hard on it to know that that's a booming area over there. So obviously, it seems like that's a logical choice for a hospital. But why this particular setup? Like, why do you think that's going to work well there? You know, we've we did a lot of work. This wasn't something we just thought up over a few months and said, let's do it. This literally 
took several years for us to really do the analysis and think would this really work for mm-hmm. this community and uh, you know, the, the bottom line is that we felt that with the number of beds that we've got uh, in our current hospital I was telling Bill earlier we're currently licensed for 358 beds but that's and going up that's going up uh, we've got the approval uh, to move forward uh, where uh, in just a couple of years we'll actually have a total of 418 beds wow. so that will include finishing out 36 beds on the eighth floor of the hospital and then we will be beginning within the next few months to start an expansion at the back of the hospital we'll we'll be increasing our number of critical care beds wow. so with that going on we just felt that Um, on the west side of I-24 that this would be a a good location for us Mm -hmm. to to place this facility and it turns out it's it's pretty neat that we've got TOA uh, just opened up a new medical office building there uh, for the services that they provide Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance and then uh, Murfreesboro Medical Clinic also has their Mm -hmm. uh, new building uh, well under construction so We see kind of a small medical campus being created there just off 840. Yeah. So we're really and excited. And it's needed, yeah. And one thing that we did that um, I think is pretty neat, uh, we wanted to, to have a, a local flair and connection to that area. So some of the artwork that we'll be putting in there was actually done with Mr. Beatty with Beatty Farms. And wow, that's uh, neat. We had with John? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He allowed us to take some photographs of some sites on the farm. That's cool. And they'll be incorporated into the, the new facility. That's nice. That That's neat. a nice flair or rank, you know, to have the community represented that way. So what else, as far as, like, funding, how are – and I please don't call me stupid. Uh, <laughs> how, how are, He's a good speller. How are – yeah. How are y'all funded? I mean, you're – funded your talk about that we are um a not-for-profit organization uh we are owned uh by ascension which um is a a very large uh, catholic healthcare organization headquartered in st louis and uh so all of the any excess funds that that we have are invested back into our facilities uh or into our our, our cash reserves for a rainy day mm-hmm. fund. So right. we, we do we do not have shareholders in the typical way you think of shareholders. Mm-hmm. I think of our community really as our, our shareholders. But uh, our funding, we get uh, a good amount of our funding through Medicare, just based on our, uh, our patient mix, uh, through uh, commercial insurance and so forth. And then um, we just uh, got a... a budget we work with uh, as as any other business does and we just have to make sure we're good stewards of our Mm -hmm. our resources and again I think that's another reason about why you mentioned about the type of facility we felt that although this was about a 25 million dollar investment we felt that that was the the right type of facility the right size for Mm -hmm. the area that we'll be serving but That's how we we uh, earn our, our income, and uh, again, uh, when you think about the cost of buildings, the cost of 
building a, a, a new hospital bed. Um, I know at one point it was like a million dollars a bed that's, that's gone up since then uh, significantly. Uh, but then the cost just of technology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it changes every day. It does. Too. And it, it doesn't take long for a new CT scanner to, to be outdated, and then you've got to replace that. So it's it just uh, it puts the, the pressure on us to make sure we're performing well mm-hmm. financially. I know back in the day, say the 70s or 80s, I was b- born at the old hospital, like many people were. And uh, back in the day, if you had a heart problem, um, they couldn't put stents in back then. You were in an ambulance or a helicopter. They're rushing you to Saint, to another hospital right. in Nashville. Right. These days, I'm not. Nobody got and have a heart attack. But if you're going to have one, y'all can work on them there. I mean, do stents and Correct. do surgery and stuff like that. It's Correct. not always been like that. No. That's the last 15 years. Yeah. No, I, I remember years. when I became CEO. One of the things we looked at was what were we doing in the area of cardiology and frankly we we weren't doing as much as we should be and so uh, we did bring uh, St. Thomas Hart Mm -hmm. here Uh, Dr. Britt Miaton came up from New Orleans uh, Katrina came through and he said I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> so he is, is uh, what's known as an interventional cardiologist. So Dr. Miaton, for at least the first year, single-handedly uh, established our interventional cardiology program, where you do the the stents. Doctor Stent, yeah. And um, he he really changed the the game here, and then. Uh, uh, other physicians have joined that group, right. so we've got other specialties in that area, and we're very excited that um, we are moving forward to establish a open-heart surgery program, uh, something that, frankly, I wish we could have done when we opened the new hospital in 2010, but uh, we are very excited. We've got our first uh, cardiovascular surgeon is here on board with us. We're still wrapping up recruitment on a second uh, CV surgeon, but wow. we've had meetings on a regular basis to plan for what needs to be done to, to begin the service, and we're hoping that possibly in the, uh, the first quarter of next calendar year we'll be able to do, it. To do that to open-heart surgery, and that's, that's really uh, a, a game-changer for it's us big. because, as you said, if you needed that type of intervention, you'd have to go... Nashville, uh, somewhere elsewhere. else, correct. And to be able to do that here will be a, a big relief because you have families that you have to make that commute to Nashville right. to, to visit their loved ones. And uh, we know that if we're, we're going to do it, we're going to do it well. And that's why we're doing a lot of training. We're uh, we're sending some of our staff up to St. Thomas West, and and then we've got two, uh, well, one hopefully two. Uh, very experienced uh, surgeons that will be coming this way. How do y'all go about re- recruiting? I don't know if you can talk about that or not. So we're kind of touching on that. How do you recruit? Are you going after people just coming out of Tulane or just coming out of medical schools? Or how do y'all go about doing that? You know, one of the neat things we've done recently for the last few years is uh, start a partnership with uh, UT Health Sciences in Memphis where uh, across our system, we've got different residency programs. So, for example, at Rutherford, uh, we've got a residency program for family medicine and for emergency medicine. 
So each year we've got we'll have eight new uh, interns start a three-year residency program. So that's helped us recruit in those two areas. Uh, in areas where we don't have uh, the residency programs, we uh, will put notices out. A lot of it though is done through word, word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the um, car wash. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of people know people, and they think, well, and really, this is a very attractive yeah. place to it is, it recruit is. to. So, with our school system, our um, quality of life here, we're very fortunate that been able to recruit some really mm-hmm. very well-trained uh, physicians. And then I think that feeds right back into the community because you're, you know, the level of or the quality of your health care where you live and here in our community, that just, I, I don't know, it, it's almost like a gauge for the quality of the town. Right. You know, I mean, you, you want to have good quality care and you bring in yeah. quality people to provide that care. Well, one of the most highlights of my career was the ability to be part of the decision to build a replacement hospital and I know it took took us about 10 years to to do but it was just wonderful where you were able to to build a facility from the ground up and design it the way Mm -hmm. that you think people would really appreciate uh, that environment with a lot of natural Mm -hmm. light our artwork was a big thing but also just the quality of the physicians and you know i've been here now for about 24 years and when i first came here it was just very impressive to me to see the specialists that we Mm -hmm. had here and uh, just over the years been able to really add to our our medical staff and get to, to where we are and i always make a big deal about we really want our physicians to to live either in Murfreesboro or Rutherford County because you just see that being part of this community, going to events like we oh, had yeah. one around the square, when you yeah. see a lot yeah. of physicians there, that makes a huge difference. Oh yeah, um, in terms of just becoming involved in the part community. of the community. Correct. Yeah. Shop with the people. You, right. Yeah. Right. I think it makes a difference. Open your heart up with the same people. Open your, we're <laughs> right? just talking about open heart surgery. Yeah. In all the different ways. It is amazing the way. Let me ask you this. What do you think, and you may say, Bill, that's a dumb question, but what do you think out of the old hospital, the land there? I think it's like seven maybe acres, ten acres. You've got those parking garages over there. What yeah. do you think should go there? And I know MTSU owns it. Correct. So what do you think would be a good thing to go there. I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, no, it, it is a, maybe a Walmart? It's maybe? A, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is a sensitive subject. Um, and I know occasionally I'll, I'll see on social media comments, but why why did we tear that oh, yeah. beautiful original hospital down? And literally, when we moved, um, it was costing us a lot of money to just maintain it. Right. And there were not a lot of buyers out there for a uh, vacated hospital right, building. Right. We would have liked to preserve the original building, but all the utilities through the years were just all so interconnected. Uh, there was Outdated. a lot of a lot of concrete uh, uh. deterioration was going on yeah. in that right. original building. But we were very fortunate that MTSU came along and bought everything, and I think the uh, cost was like eleven million dollars. Bell Bell Jail. Bell, the the Bell Street <laughs> building was part of that, as you mentioned, the parking garage. Yeah. And I'll 
occasionally people will ask me, and I, I'll say, you know. Do you have a key to it? Do you have a key to the? Because I like to use it. So, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I have a skateboard. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to pick that parking garage and bring it right over. The way Oregon yeah. is begin construction of a parking garage uh, just in the next few weeks. But uh, I really don't think MTSU has, has got a, a set plan. Um, I know people have all kinds of opinions. Um, I think I was speaking with somebody recently that thought, well, maybe a conference center there connected with the school mm-hmm. would be ideal with some of the other developments going on. Uh, with the old um, Methodist Church right. mm-hmm. property mm-hmm. and the possibility of maybe a hotel going there. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm... Fortunately, you don't have to worry about it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I drive by there <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, and I, I used to work there. I look at that <laughs> fence and, and the grassy area, and I know a lot of people thought, well, it should be a park. And, yeah. of course, you've got a lot of... You know, liability issues. Amphitheater. And, right, right. <laughs> yeah, another another good topic. So, um, but no, we were we were blessed to have that site for so many years, and just got to the point where we just couldn't couldn't expand the way we need to. And sure. if you look mm-hmm. at things now, it's like well, where where would we have been if we had not moved forward wow. with the replacement? Uh, the right decision. Yes. Is that is that the hardest part of your job is getting everyone on board with your vision? That that's you know? a part I mean, of it. You're the vision maker you, right here. Yes, yeah. you the superstar. You got a lot of um, physicians that uh, obviously see things from their particular specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I think uh, in this case, it it really was a matter. We had the local support. We just had to convince uh, Ascension at the time that that this was the the right location, the right size, the right time. Mm-hmm. And again, we're so fortunate to have the Christy Houston Foundation here right. and the contribution they made and, and their pledge, uh, in my mind, really helped us get the decision over the goal line. And uh, you know when they make a pledge, they're, they're going to be good for that. And, right. and they have been, and plus... Uh, given us uh, grants even uh, since the mm-hmm. new hospital uh, donation. Awesome. Ascension has nothing to do with the credit union, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. You know, I'm Correct. Nurse, I do have friends that work at Seven. You know, I just want to make sure. No. All the bases. Now, your budget, we were talking about budgets earlier. We're looking at a pie graph here. Okay. <laughs> An imaginary How, one. Um, right here. Do you see it right here? Right. Uh, which department gets the most money? Is it the heart? Is it radiology? I mean, can you... What? Orthopedic? Uh, I mean, oh, well, just in general... In, 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 in general, your your surgery is a, a, the number a, one. a big area that, that produces income with your procedures. But any any kind of department that where we're doing procedures uh, really creates that revenue base that you need to to cover your expenses thank you gordon we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with gordon ferguson 
Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parts Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Vintage Gypsy Beauty, helping women feel beautiful. Call and make your appointment now. Men's and women's cuts, color, styles, braids, extensions, nails, spray tans, and more. Vintage Gypsy Beauty. Call now at 615-653-2311. Check them out on Facebook. Or book your appointment on their website VintageGypsyBeauty.com. That's 615-653-2311 or VintageGypsyBeauty.com. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. And we've had the pleasure of having Gordon Ferguson, the CEO of Ascension St. Thomas Hospital, here with us. And he's going to go over some things that are going on with the hospital. Thank you so much for taking your time to come up here. And, no, uh, thanks. Thanks, really. Bill. Thank you. I will say it, it's, it is getting close to my bedtime, so <laughs> I hope I'm thinking clearly here. But <laughs> No, I... I mentioned a minute ago about uh, beginning construction of our uh, new parking garage, and I wanted your listeners to hear that because I know that we do get some complaints about how busy our parking lot is at the what? new hospital. They, they park at Walmart and walk over. That's right. right. Okay. So we um, will be doing some prep work beginning this week. Um, to build a parking garage that will accommodate uh, right at a thousand cars. Wow, that's a lot. So it's going to be located um, just kind of catty corner to the Seton Medical Office building. Uh, we've we've got the capital uh, approval to do this. We've uh, worked with the city on our design. I've got the approvals there, and so we we are going to obviously when you're going to have a project that big on your current campus it is going to create some changes in traffic flow uh, but we have added some additional space to the gravel lot that uh, fronts Thompson Lane it used to be the candle factory a lot of people may remember right. it that way so we will be um, moving a lot of our associates over to that lot and then begin construction of this uh, parking garage 
The other thing I wanted uh, to mention as, as part of our uh, strategy and uh, taking care of the needs of our community, we have been working now for well over a year on becoming a level two trauma uh, center designated by the state. And uh, this is something that uh, involves a, a lot of investment. We've had to recruit uh, trauma surgeons uh, because mm. one of the requirements is that you've got a trauma surgeon in your hospital 24-7. So we've had this in place, that part, for uh, now over a year. Um, we've got neurosurgeons that uh, were recruited to, to join Drs. Lena Moran and they're doing great. We've got new ortho trauma surgeons with TOA. Uh, there's a few more pieces of the puzzle that we mm -hmm. need to uh, put in place, but we're hoping in the near future to uh, move forward with the state of Tennessee in that designation. Wow. So that, that again, just as open heart surgery will be a, a game changer for us, uh, trauma center designation is a big part. And really, it's, it's part of this initiative where we are providing higher acuity services and, mm -hmm. and programs because, uh, again, a lot of folks, when I started here, you're sick, you could come to Rutherford, but if you're really, really sick, you need to go to uh, hopefully one of our other uh, facilities in, right. in Nashville. But that's changing, and I think uh, mm -hmm. folks just are not as uh, open and excited about making that commute up yeah. I-24 and uh, we are seeing more of our patients coming in from our regional facilities right. and we just feel that, that the time is right to, to add these additional yeah. services. What yeah. are other level two trauma centers near us? I don't know the designation. The only uh, level two uh, is uh, Skyline up in Nashville. In Nashville? In terms of Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, you've also got your level one facilities and you've got level three. Level two is, uh, d it does require that you've got a lot of services um, available at just day or night mm. and have right. it for people that come in that are really needing that uh, high acuity care. Wow, that's, that's exciting. Uh, I was going to ask you, what do you think about the uh, amphitheater? Because y'all are going to be neighbors. Yes, sir. What's your thought? Is it how close will it be to the hospital? It's almost just across the street, and uh, we've we've expressed some concerns. Um, but we've had discussions with both the city and the group coming in, and uh, we're in the process of doing some acoustical studies. Um, we're hoping that the way it's positioned on the lot, the, the sound will be towards projected the <laughs> towards, towards the river and the golf course. <laughs> towards the golfers. Uh, but we, we just want to be sure, uh, because with the investment we've made and oh, yeah. people who are sick, you know, noise nope. is a big ACDC going, deal. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the yeah. cypress may not cut down, you know, how cypress will grow 30 <laughs> feet. Uh, right. You may need a little bit more than that. But I was just curious. I thought it was going to be close to the the fire department uh it's on it, that side of the road it's on that side of yeah. the road but there's another large uh number of acres between the fire department and and this and you know i think i think the idea is is kind of neat and i think a venue like that would probably do well um 
I I just hope that this particular location will will not be disruptive to to yeah. our campus. Key mm-hmm. is don't have a medical emergency while the concert's going on. Well, traffic. They got They've got to <laughs> open up the uh, uh, the the traffic another lane or two on each side. Yes, and I know that there are plans to to help with access and egress, mm-hmm. but. Uh, and that was the other thing that we did talk with the the, the developer about a, a concern there. Right. I was just wanting to know. Now here's a here's your curveball. Do you Uh-oh. watch uh, <laughs> Netflix? What shows do you send? Do y'all watch TV? <laughs> do you watch TV or do you watch uh, Netflix? What what is what is yeah. a CEO of a hospital? Do? You know, I I don't have a lot of time just to watch TV. I I do love any sports. Sports. Um, and then I'm just a big news person. Um, I just have to <laughs> be able to yes. watch that news in the morning and the news in, in the evening. Watching the news, gotcha. Um, He's got enough. So no, like Breaking Bad or nothing. Uh, Ozark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we did we did go into the movies. I recently saw Top Maverick. Yes, Top Gun. you did. What'd you think about that? Loved that movie. Good, good movie. That's a, every bit as much as the first one. So. Right. Kelsey, what do you do? You watch any? Do you and Mark oh, watch any? Oh man, I'm I'm a junkie. Are you? I'm one of those people that, and then I want to watch the whole thing. So start at the very beginning. I just am like, and then it gets to be something on my shoulder that I have to finish. It's like I got to get through this show so I can get back to doing the things I need. Get to back be to doing. it. It is. It can be an addiction. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. Um, man, I really want to thank you for coming up here. In all seriousness, you've we've known each other over the years and you've always been so nice and kind and thank you for what you do with the with the hospital and all that you're doing to well, help save lives and I'll, i just say a shout out to our our staff as you know we've been through a, a lot the last uh, couple of years with covid and uh our staff has been through a lot and they really are the ones that 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 make our hospital and uh, again we've talked about our physicians but it, it's it's been great to to know both of you all, and uh, we we love Murfreesboro, and um, just a privilege to serve here. Thank you, Gordon. Great. And thank you for getting Gordon up here. I know you. Oh, yeah. How much did you have to pay him? I know, I know how to chase people. <laughs> you know down. how to chase people down. <laughs> I, you've been listening to the Mister Murfreesboro show. I'm sorry. We're going to have Thurman <laughs> Mullins on next week for our veteran show. Uh, Thurman will be joining us next week. Thank you so much. Go out. And do something nice for somebody. God bless you.